Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Source. We are back with our second video podcast. We have a great show for you today. It is draft day for the NFL, and we have some great things to go over so far. We are currently live in the draft right now, still within the top 10 picks. And we have a great show. Can't wait to recap some some great stuff for draft news, as well as some breaking news as well when it comes up and some other possible things that could happen, such as trades and other things going on in the NFL. So I am the host, Alex Nardone, and I have some great co-hosts with me today. I have uh, my longtime friend, Evan Finkelstein, down in Miami. Evan, how's it going? It's going good, Alex. How are you? Doing very well. It's draft day, and it's definitely an exciting day. Definitely is. <laughs> so you're repping the Packers gear. <laughs> of course. We'll see our draft, the uh, wide receiver tonight we're hoping for. First time yeah. receiver since Javon Walker. So we'll see if it happens. Yeah, he does need one. That with uh, Devontae gone and needs some uh, younger weapons for uh, Aaron Rodgers for sure. Definitely do. Definitely. And my other co-host tonight is the host of Carol's Corner MMA podcast, none other than Kyle Carroll. Kyle, how's it going? It's going well, man. How you guys doing? Uh, football's in the air. You can't go wrong with that. No, definitely not. It's it's going well. It's good to be here and to recap and kind it's of go blessed. I'm already yeah. seeing uh, these guys going off the board and whatnot and seeing some of the picks we've already got so far. I'm pumped. I know as a Michigan Wolverine fan and a Kansas City Chiefs fan, I, I got my eyes on a few guys I want the Chiefs to get. So let's see if they make yeah. big waves. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I get 100%. You guys, you have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stake in the game, especially with the Wolverines. Left. Obviously, Hutchinson coming out is a big name for Detroit. We'll get to that a little bit. And uh, see what kind of moves your uh, Chiefs can make, too. I hope they can make a couple because, you know, getting rid of, uh, getting rid of Tyreek Hill was insane. Absolutely insane. So we shall see. You guys made out pretty well. He had a decent return for him. Uh, you know, but the pro- productivity that he created on the field, whether it was receiving, punt return, kick return, and just being a decoy when other people were trying to go out for passes, he just did so much that his speed and his ability to catch the ball just – I think was too much to get rid of. I, I just, I don't know. I, we shall see if they, uh, they have the magic up their sleeve. If, uh, Brett Veach is the man. Yeah. Well, the good thing is they always have a quarterback lined up behind center who can make most receivers pretty, uh, pretty stellar. So I think whoever True they get, yeah, True it's in draft or whoever they pick up, they could do something. You did get MBS from us, from the Packers. So he could be your, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if he can replace Tyreek Hill's productivity, but he can you know, put some numbers up for sure. Absolutely. That's, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if they move up early. There's the rumors that they're going to move up to get Olave. So, you know, let's see. Let's see if it happens. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good if they can uh, get another weapon. They still have Hardman, right, the Chiefs? Uh, yeah, they still have Hardman. But Hardman, I don't think, never really panned out to be the the guy they thought he would be. I think they would think, thought he would be like the next – Tyree Kill, they got him right after from Georgia. Um, I, he's still kind of, I think, maturing and uh, trying to find that receiver one role. I think he's more receiver two, maybe three role. So we we shall see. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, like you said, it's definitely a void trying to uh, fill after uh, 
losing Tyreek. Evan, Evan, I know you're kind of in the same situation now, trying to fill the void after Devontae's leaving, right? Yeah, we definitely are. We only have, you know, a few guys in the roster. Cobb, we added Sammy Watkins. That would definitely help. Lazard. But um, we definitely need to draft a wide receiver and then add another veteran. I think uh, Lazard or Lazard, I'm not sure how you pronounce Lazard. it. He's Lazard. Yeah, he's – Um, I think he has a lot of potential. I remember him watching him, like, I'm not sure if it was last season or the year before. Before he got hurt, he had some really big games. Yeah, he, he can be a good wide receiver for us, but we want that number one guy still. Yeah, totally. I get that 100%. I feel like so, the Packers, though, they got a lot more holes than just uh, – receiver to fill i think they need to get some linemen uh i know they got a running back but i feel like they got a lot of holes in there they got to fill even on defense we shall like i don't know i, I don't mind the uh title town boys but i think they got more than just the receiver they got to fill this year i i, I kind of disagree with that to be honest with you the running back were set aj dillon aaron jones that can be the best tandem in the league to be honest with you Offensive line, we can use another one or two guys. Defense, though, is pretty good. Defense is looking good for us right now. Maybe another uh, defensive end, but I like our defenses here. All right. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm, you know, I do think they should have kept Rodgers and signed him to that big deal. Or they should have got rid of him. Yeah. You got to keep the back to back MVP. How can you get rid of that? You know, for a guy who's the MVP, I, I feel like he just struggles when it gets to the big game. Every time, it's like. That was a couple years ago when he could have just ran it in and said he throws in that incomplete and on fourth down. And it was like, what what were they doing on that whole drive? That was and, miscommunication. But that, yeah. yeah. It's been a rough couple of years, I think, for them to try and figure out in the playoffs. You know, it's crazy because they have the most wins in the past three seasons. But yeah, yeah they they, seasons, so. they're a great regular season team. That's for sure. They are. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. We definitely need to get to that over the hump. Yeah, and LaFleur is not a bad coach. Evan, you were the one who actually told me last year that I'm not sure if he was the only coach in the NFL, but I think at least since he's taken over for the Packers, he's not have, I think he said, back-to-back losses at all, right? That's true. And then also 13 win threes in a row. That's pretty impressive. So, Yeah. So, And Rodgers has two MVPs with him as your coach. That also looks good, too. So. Yeah. Now I'm curious. Do you guys? What do you guys think about the new, the extra game for the season? I'm not a huge fan. I'm not really a fan either. It can be useful in the sense of needing to get the extra win to get to the postseason, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it could potentially come back to bite teams like. For like the eight and eight record, when you get if you hit that eight and eight mark, then it could kind of just locked you in. It was kind of unless you played in just an absolute awful division, you're pretty much not guaranteed a playoff spot. But now that you either have a chance to either make it below or above that five hundred mark every single year, unless you have like a random tie, then I think it kind of opens up the door for a little more teams, a little more competition, which is not a bad thing. But I think down to the wire when you're trying to secure that last playoff spot, it can kind of uh, open mm-hmm. up a, a can of worms. That's kind of my thinking on it. I, I'd be honest with the amount of games they have and they, they're talking about adding another game down the road, maybe in a couple of years. I feel like you're going to have to increase the roster spots from 53 to at least 56, maybe 
make some of these guys who start and play special teams only play special teams. You know, to save a couple spots for the special team guys, so you're not running your uh, starters ragged. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, you may see no, some I, injuries too. What'd you say? You may see some more injuries too because of that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that was what I was going to think. Like, obviously, some of these guys, by a certain number of points a season, you always see right before the postseason starts, one of these big names about one of these playoff contending teams, someone goes down because it's a long season. Obviously, it's not the same number of games as hockey, basketball, or especially baseball, but the the level of, you know, endurance and everything that you have to have and what your body goes through, throwing extra games in there, obviously that comes with more practices. And if you're throwing extra games in there now, are you going to have a longer preseason? So just that definitely opens up the door, like you said, for more injuries. So, And then, like what Kyle said, you're going to have to expand the roster more too. And mm-hmm. that'll be interesting if who else, who else you have to make room for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jets are on the board. Jets are on the board. See them take a wide receiver here. They took the, uh, the defense cornerback, the first pick. So let's see what goes, goes here. Yeah, Jets, here's the thing. They can draft every high player, but until they start turning some of those uh, – those players around to frequent uh, frequent wins, then I don't know what's really going to happen. No, they yeah, they need to translate these guys into winners and stop just collecting first round and uh, first round picks and stuff. But yeah, they definitely. definitely need to turn them into some winners. Yeah, Gotta start somewhere. With them. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, I'm not going to deny that. So, or do they trade it? Or do they trade this pick? You think they would? It's five twenty on the clock left, so yeah, they could. I've been talking to one of my friends who's a diehard Jets fan. He's actually kind of convinced that this pick actually here that could be even potentially flipped for uh, Debo, but I'm not sure. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they would go after it when they could just get a rookie from Ohio State. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got Debo Samuel, who's complaining about wanting to play only one position. I'm sorry if I'm the I'm coach, but like, shut the hell up, kid. You're getting paid tons of money. You play in whatever the hell we play you, but we'll list you as a receiver so you get your full money, and then just shut him up. Like, I, like I know he doesn't want to play running back. I think he's worried about getting injured before he gets paid a big contract. He wants yeah. his money first, then he'll do running back receiver, then he'll plug whatever the team asks him to do. But he wants his paycheck first. But that's how you get a bigger paycheck. You you do everything you're told, and they'll be like, hey, we'll reward this kid. He's done a lot. Like, he's worrying about something he, that's out of his hands, whether or not like he gets hurt or not. Like, Take care of your body. You should be fine. Uh, I don't know. To me, that's nuts. No, it is. It is. Yeah, I get it. Like, don't. That's kind of one of the reasons that, uh, that Zeke wanted to get paid when he did. Obviously, he knew on the – kind of the back end of his career what was going to end up happening and we're kind of seeing that in front of our eyes so if you're going to be one of these players where you're taking a lot of contact there's going to be a point where you want to get paid before you know the injuries are going to start coming in because let's face it not everyone's going to have a career like uh, Tom Brady playing for a quarter of a century so oh for sure, which is insane and jet pick is in yeah. let's see if anyone jumps off a bridge right now who's it going to be <laughs> I, I I heard they traded back and got uh, Jamal Adams. 
They picked oh, him up. <laughs> they went and got him back. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be Can't hilarious. Miss Take a wide receiver. Yeah. Can't mess it up. Jamal Adams had to eat his words this past year. Ah, oh, he's horrible. The fact that he's gotten paid it blows my mind. Yeah. It's been a wild night. So you guys want to talk about like the first like uh like five picks or so? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously uh Trayvon Walker was first coming out of Georgia, big defensive player, going to the uh Jacksonville Jaguars, the bottom of the barrel of the NFL always. So it's I'm just saying that to be bitter. I'm a Colts fan. You both know that. But you guys can't beat them in Jacksonville. I don't know. What's up, F? You guys can't beat them in Jacksonville. I don't know why. You know what? I'm not going to deny that. And it's – I know for the Colts this year, for a winning season, some playoff runs, that'd be good. But, hell, if we could win in Jacksonville one time, I'd, I'd be happy. It's always been our kryptonite. But, you know. <laughs> I think it was good that they obviously drafted Walker because, you know, they need a good foundation on defense. Obviously, they're looking to turn the corner on offense. I think I want to give Lawrence really a full year. I, I don't think Meyer was really the right fit for that organization, especially at, at the helm. So I think Walker could be a good start for them, foundation of that defense. And you never know in a few years' time if Lawrence turns out to be anywhere near the quarterback he was in college or what they projected him to be. Walker could be a pretty good playmaker for them. I think so. Yeah, he's a beast. I don't see how he's not going to end up on the field right away for the uh, 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 Jaguars. But um, defensive end, you can move him around, maybe linebacker a little bit. But he's he's going to cause some trouble for people, that's for sure. He's going to, I think, fit right in and uh, get the job done. Yeah, I think so, 100%. And it's not really, obviously, too tough a division. Obviously, just with the Texans being there, I think the Colts could be, not to be a homer, but I think the Colts might give them like a little bit of the biggest problem. And I think, obviously, Tennessee with uh, Derek Yeah, the Henry. Colts got the best offensive line. I think they'll be yeah. able to uh, handle them. And then I think the um, in that uh, division, yeah. I think the Titans have the second best defense, uh, offensive line. So he'll be up mm-hmm. against some, uh, some pretty good linemen. But I think he'll be able to hold his own. I don't think he's going to be like uh, – a train wrecker, but I think he'll be able to hold his own and help uh, turn the tide for the Jaguars. But or, or who knows? He'll go the other way, completely suck, and Jaguars remain horrible. <laughs> I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah, unfor- yeah, that's un- unfortunately been the tr- the trend in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. But you know, one one of them has to hit eventually. So we'll see. <laughs> and uh, I see the Jets went with Ohio State kid, and uh, that's going to be a rough uh, go for them. You know, Ohio State players haven't really panned out a whole lot. I can already see it. Wilson to Wilson. I think it's going to work for them. Wilson's got to be able to get the ball to him now. That's the problem. Yeah. He has an arm. He can. I think he had a, a a great second half of the season for the Jets. Even though they didn't get that many wins, he, he puts the numbers up. Yeah, he, he was pretty solid second half. I'm not going to deny that. So then are we moving on to number two? Yeah, second let's go with the Detroit Lions drafting Aiden Hutchinson. There was kind of a little bit of a debate even before the draft started that he could be a potential number one pick. Obviously, Detroit 
was uh, fortunate enough to get him number two. I wouldn't see them passing on him. They have, obviously, Evans always uh, shaking in his boots every single year that the uh, Packers have to play them. But <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, never really an issue. But, you know, they need to build something from somewhere. They are at the bottom of the barrel. I think they're actually in a little bit of a worse situation than Jacksonville currently, to be honest. But I think that was a, a solid pick that they couldn't pass up on, I got to tell you. They're another organization that continues to collect first-round picks and haven't translated into anything else. Uh, Ma- uh, Matthew Stafford was, like, the best guy they've had in years, and then they trade him and he gets a Super Bowl right away. So uh, I'm sure it's heartbreaking to the Lions fans. But Hutchinson, I think, is a guy that's going to start right away, but he's going to have to hit the weight room uh, a little bit more. As you can see uh, in the national, oh, the semifinal game, Against Georgia, he got pushed around a little bit. He he was, I think he's he's a little light for a guy who's six seven. He's only two sixty, so he's got a good arm reach and he is strong. But I think he's going to continue have to continue to hit the weight room and put some weight on to be an effective defensive end. I can see him ending up being like an outside linebacker, yeah, like a hybrid DN yeah. linebacker. Yeah, he was. I gotta say, when he they announced him as like a defensive end, he was obviously. He definitely has the height, but definitely does not look really too big to play that position as yet. I think he will start, but I could see him being utilized in a different role, at least as a starter, possibly down the road. He needs to bulk up more, especially playing in, in that division. But it'll be uh it'll be well, he comes from the Big Ten though. Comes from the Big yeah. Ten that does have solid offensive linemen. Uh where he did dominate. He dominated the uh, the Big Ten. I think, like I said, I think it's going to be one of those things that he has to. He's not going to have unless he has someone on the other side from him that's going to draw some attention as well. He's probably going to get double teamed a little bit because he got him. He has a motor, um, but well, well, we'll see. You know, everything's different once you get to the big leagues. Yeah, it's always a new playing field. We see that with the NBA as well and the NFL. I was actually looking today. I was kind of curious. I was looked up Jamarcus Russell, believe it or not, and just to see how – I remember he was a first-round pick, but I remember his 07, he got picked, and I didn't realize how short of a time he actually spent in the NFL. So Yeah, he wasn't in long. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah, you know. But remember, yeah, he was amazing at LSU. Yeah. He was amazing at LSU. Quarterbacks, tough to translate over to the NFL, especially when you play on some of these teams where – like a lot of the Ohio State quarterbacks, they're playing with some insane talent around them, and then they're not capable of making throws uh, all over the field. They're only capable of making those deep throws that just drop right into the lap of a receiver. Receiver does all the work, so. He couldn't even do that. He had an amazing arm, just no accuracy. Yeah, (laughs) he's just chucking it. I hope someone gets under it. (laughs) Yeah. Same thing with uh, another school that kind of came to mind with, like a quarterback who usually has – good talent around them, but they don't always translate well to the NFL of Alabama. Just kind of think of people like McCarron, uh, possibly I kind of foresee the same thing with Tua in Miami. And Hurts has some capability so far in Philly, but like you said, I don't know if like that kind of – they have good talent around them, obviously, with people like uh, Devontae Smith coming out of there, being a Heisman winner. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Julio spoke for himself, but I don't know if those quarterbacks have that kind of system like 
they may have the stars around them in college, but they don't always translate well to the pros. No, no, you're right, and it's 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 different. It's just kind of interesting to see what what it is the characteristics of each player that allows them to be successful or not successful at the next level. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think coaching is a big part of it. Like some of these guys, like if they oh, come absolutely. out of like Ohio City, it obviously Myers not there anymore. But when they go to the NFL, I think once they know they're getting paid, it's kind of a little bit of a different situation. Though they're probably getting paid some level in college, it's, uh, it's a little bit different when you start getting that big money. You know what's so, crazy too is like a lot of these guys, a lot of schools don't really run uh, like offensive wise. They don't run professional system and the ones that do you do see translate a little bit better but i i feel like i watching the last few handful of years coaches in the nfl don't really like coach up anymore it's just we expect you to be at a certain level when you show up and if you're not there we're moving on without you like everyone wants to win today not tomorrow and like some teams are building but you don't really see people developing too much there's some guys who are developing but you're not hearing how oh they're working with their quarterback coach or their the running back coach on the coach at at the you know the the Chiefs or the uh, the Colts wherever these guys aren't being developed I don't think by those coaches they're going outside and getting their own personal coaches and then trying to develop and those who don't stay stagnant and those who do elevate like Josh Allen's a guy who continually can grows from year to year to year but he has the makeup of a, and the build of a guy who's capable of playing through f- physical pain, like Big Ben did, getting hit all the time and staying in the pocket and getting the ball out, but also being able to run when he has to. So yeah. he's a, lot, a lot of the quarterbacks that don't have that frame size that he does, they're going to struggle because they're going to get hurt getting hit running the ball or running sacked. Ball or so. Ball. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. also makes you kind of like wonder about like those quarterbacks – like the RG3s, and though Luck wasn't that as mobile, he had just an absolutely no offensive line. Makes you even think about how long of a career that someone like a Jalen Hurts or even like a Lamar is going to have, just if they get hit so much and if they'll even be able to have that longevity in the league. And it's not me. I know that's kind of like the style of playing, but. Yeah, like everyone wants to duel through quarterbacks, and for years they've been like jumping on them, but. How many dual threat quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl? Russell Wilson. Nah, yeah. yeah. Russell Wilson's probably the closest one, too. And he stays in the pocket or at or, least rolls yeah. outside of the pocket and throws the ball. He's getting the ball downfield. He's not just taking off every play. Lamar yeah. Jackson runs every play. He's he's going to get hurt again like RG3 did, unfortunately, because you're constantly taking shots. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's part yeah. of it, obviously. Go ahead, Ed. No, so then you also have Kyle Murray for the Cardinals, too. That, he's that dual threat. Whatever. He's horrible. If you ask me, he's horrible. <laughs> I trade that bobblehead for any other bobblehead. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That helmet's huge on his head. How big is that, guy? How big is that guy's head? <laughs> I don't know. It was, I think he was more designed to wear a baseball cap instead since he was drafted in the MLB. <laughs> Yeah, I think he would be better off doing that. Uh, like, he's not a horrible player, but he's just too small, and I, I just don't think he's uh, NFL quality. Well, it's he's in a very competitive competitive division in the league, and 
you think about it's kind of I kind of find a little odd about Kyler is they always start off very very well and then I don't know if it's like a team issue or at some injuries. point maybe the, yeah injuries well yeah injuries and then it's uh, scouting them it's scouting these players it's you have film on them now so they're in the league for a year you get a little film on them you understand the tendencies they look for one read then they take off they might look for a second read they take off. But they're running. They just take off and run 95% of the time. These guys who don't take off and they sit. Oh, there goes Olave. Yeah, there goes the Packers' chances to get him. Yeah. Who did Olave go to? Saints. 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 They get my hopes up for no reason. That's a waste of talent going there. Yeah, exactly. Who's their, who's their quarterback? James Winston? James, yeah. Yeah. He's horrible, too. James has had a good year since uh, he played in Tallahassee. No. <laughs> Until he got hurt. Yeah. That's what live, so it's hard to forget that one. The uh, Vikings <laughs> just moved up to the 12th spot from Detroit. Kind of surprised the Vikings kept Cousins to be to – be... well, oh, the, the thing oh, is, who would, who would they replace Cousins with? Yeah. Like you got to find I, another quarterback there to replace him. I actually thought originally I heard when Watson was shopping around with, or excuse me, when the Texans were shopping Watson around, I heard Minnesota was actually a potential uh, landing spot for him. I'm I'm sure they probably reached out for sure. I think so. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to go up in the cold though. Watson, I'm not I'm not sold on Watson either. I don't think he's gonna show up and do anything, this amazing job. I think he's going to do about what Baker Mayfield did, and that's about it. Uh, not, not, don't compare him to Baker. I mean, Watson was he's, he's, he's Watson like was uh, He's coming up. He was good. He, might, going he, at might, it. he might be five cents better than Baker, Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker. Watson's, oh. Watson, what's the last thing he's done? He lose a game after being up 24 nothing. Look where he is. That <laughs> organization you know, in, in Houston, they have nothing around him. What do you want uh, Didn't he have uh what's his name? Uh kid from Clemson. Uh Jesus. I'm drawing a blank. The receiver. They just shipped out to uh Brandon Cooks. Yeah, Not Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. He yeah. had Hopkins yeah. for a while. Yeah, Hopkins wasn't for like a couple a, years. Yeah, he wasn't like a world beater with him. They were always like an average team and then losing the playoffs. And without him, look what they they were nothing without him. Nothing without him. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not sold on. He's been out for over a year. He's, he's probably going to be suspended for about six games when he comes back. And then is he really? Is he actually facing probably, a suspension? Probably. Gonna, More than likely, he'll get six games. Is there two uh, criminal charges still pending? Or no, unless wow. they were, I think they were dismissed or whatever. But either way, he's going to get some time for that. Yeah, he. I'm going to go out on a limb here with him, with him and the Browns, and I'm going to make a really bold prediction. They're actually going to finish second in, in that division. Who's Who do you have finishing first? Finishing first, I think it's going to be a coin flip to see how Burrow kind of bounces back after that pretty good season. Obviously, he went to the Super Bowl, but see how Burrow kind of bounces back. And obviously, they lost uh, CJ, the uh, tight end to the Jets, but uh, see how he kind of comes back, and obviously the Ravens are still kind of competitive too. So I think they're going to pick up a tight end. Browns, 
Yeah, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised. Call me really, really crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns actually finish, finish first in that division. Depends how many games he gets suspended for. Yeah. That is true. Agreed. So, yeah, so he's looking at like a lot. Game. Yeah, that's more than close to half the season. So even, even it's, if it's even if it's four games, it's all it's almost a quarter of the season. So yeah, well, yeah. So we'll see. It's been it's been a pleasure not playing against them in the AFC South over the past uh, year. <laughs> so <laughs> I know I, I actually remember we outscored the Texans. I think like sixty five to three in the two games that we played them this year. Those are gimme games for you guys. Got to take advantage of those two wins. Yeah, following the Jacksonville games could be gimme games too. Should be with that team you have. But I think Matt Ryan's going to be the answer for you guys. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the reason why we didn't win as many games last year were two reasons. One, because Wince, I don't think, was really the answer for us to even be successful. And two, I don't think they utilized Taylor as much as they needed to. In that Jacksonville game, he got very little amount of carries, and I'm not really a fan of Frank Reich. I think he's been there about two seasons too long, and he, <laughs> yeah, he just some no joke. I think we've lost probably between like maybe 12 and 15 games because of his play calling. Some really close games, and don't well, agree with by any. Lions are making their pick right now. I made a mistake. The the Vikings, the Vikings traded their pick traded their to uh, um, the Lions. Wow. So now the Lions just picked up Jamison Williams from Alabama. Wow. That's we'll a big pick for the Lions. Oh, that's a good pick for them. Put in next to Amon Ra St. Brown. That's going to be a nice tandem, those two. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. I think that's a solid pick. I know he's coming off the – he's the one who tore the ACL, right? I think so. Either way, he's coming off of it, but either way, I think he'll be fine. He'll show up and uh, do what they need. I don't know if he'll be like a Jamar Chase. Uh, and he's, he's looks like he's got a he's, uh, he's ready for a flood coming with those pants. A little, <laughs> a little high around the ankles. Very right, too. <laughs> he knows about a flood we don't. But, uh, yeah, and then the Texans just picked up the uh, 15th spot. They moved up. They traded up. Yeah, I know they're looking to restock. I know they got they had the third pick and they picked up uh, Derek Stingley, that cornerback. But it's not a bad pick. He's going to be a good player, I think. But who do Texans have lined up behind center this season? Mills, right now. Yeah, David Mills. I, I like Mills. I don't think he's the answer, but I think he's a good holdover till you find the quarterback you want. Yeah, and I think the what the hire the hire Lovey Smith as head coach, right? Yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. This is what is the second time around in the NFL as a head coach? Third. Yeah, is it third already? Bears. Oh, yeah. He uh, coached well, the Bears. He was in Tampa. That's right. Yeah, he was in Tampa. I actually heard the story once. I don't know if this is true, but he actually got fired over the phone. Or By kind of like. By management. By the Bears? No, by the Buccaneers. As an as an assistant coach? No, when he was head coach. Oh, all right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Fired over the phone because I'm not sure if it was on Black Monday or like leading up to it. 
I think they called him. It was like, love, we want to see you. And apparently he just said, are you firing me? Just tell me. And he got like upset. They kind of, <laughs> they kind of had to squeak it out. And he uh, <laughs> kind of did that. So, but. Wow. So the last three picks were three wide receivers. Yeah, they're coming in now. There's, there's so definitely there's a need four, for them. There's four, you know, premier guys. The rest are, you know, whatever. But the Eagles just picked up someone too. Another, it looks like, uh, do you think they're going to pick up another receiver from uh, Alabama? Is Alabama just going to draft all the receivers tonight? Maybe. I'm not drafting a receiver. <laughs> Where did you have, like, a, I don't even know, tight end or something? Eagles are, in a tough, Eagles are in a weird spot because they're not really contending, but they're not really rebuilding either. Like, I don't really know what they're doing with Hurts long term, if he's going to be there quarterback of the future or if they're kind of just looking to because it's not division in my opinion every single year is up for grabs uh, yeah that division's football. probably the most balanced division in all it, of football it should be the cowboys division but it never you know it's never that easy for them they make it difficult oh, for sure yeah. For themselves. yeah it's always their division to lose but they just they it shoot can't. themselves in the foot constantly and you know, Washington doesn't have that bad of a defense, and Giants can be – they're an odd team. They could be either just absolutely terrible or they could just do, make some, like, weird surprises every now and then. So, but obviously they both have – they both have, I think, two picks on top ten. Jets took uh, Gardner at four. So, that's – that was good. I think that was a good pick for them. Yeah, it is good. You know, go get the cornerback that you want to shut down some of these quarterbacks, shut down some of the receivers. receivers. Especially being you got Tyreek Hill and Waddle both on Miami now. You're going to have to shut those two guys down twice a year. And Diggs and Buffalo, too. Yeah, Diggs and Buffalo and uh, whoever else they have up there in Buffalo. Uh, You got to shut those guys down twice a year, too. There's some good receivers in that division now. Yeah. Yeah, they're and obviously I think Patriots still have Avalor too. So yeah, it's it's not that bad. We'll see if uh if he's gonna be up to the task and that's an odd team because it seems like every other two years they're restarting again, but I don't know. I, I don't think Darnold was the answer, but I would give Wilson a little more time, no, obviously. They weren't the answer and I ever see I don't know. I still not even sold on Wilson. I like Wilson. I liked him coming out of college, but I'm still not sold on him. I don't know if whether it's the coaching, the upper management, what it is, but like first half of the year, I think the play calling was atrocious. Like that, like run the ball, let help him out with some play action, let them run the ball, hold, freeze the linebackers, let them get the ball over their heads with a little play action, some bootleg, and just run the ball a little bit more. But, but yet they constantly. <laughs> drop back five steps and try to throw the ball and make their lineman block for five seconds. Five seconds. And, then, and then he's taking off and running. I don't know. The play calling, I think, for the Jets is atrocious. Could be worse. Oh, yeah. could, could be the Giants and, you know, QB sneak third and, you know, third and ten at your own end zone. But that's oh, the, to me, that's a safe call, though. Like, should you are pros, should you take go after it? Probably. But 
you know, that's a safe call. Punt the ball away. You're in your own, end, in zone. Your own end zone. I'm not too upset about that. Yeah, go for do something. It was a waste of a down. Martha was taking a knee at that point. Yeah, no, I guess like maybe run like a draw instead of just QB sneaking it and running it, but maybe run like more so a draw, let everyone go deep and then hand the ball off. But yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree. Go ahead, F. I was going to say, they asked Aaron Rodgers, what would he do if uh, Coach told him to do that? He said he'd have a conversation, that's for sure. <laughs> well, he's also the guy who missed the end zone when uh, it was wide open for him in the playoffs a couple of years ago. That, that's that's a tough uh, – so we, we could have a conversation too, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you don't know for sure he's getting in there. The defense was coming in at him, so that's a hard call. And then he thought they were going for a fourth down. He didn't know they were kicking a field goal. So it was a lot – can't take all the blame on Rodgers there. Eh, I don't know. He's a guy who he, – I'm not a huge fan of Rodgers just for the reason is he's a guy when everything – like everything's on the line, something doesn't go well, it's like, well, we, you know, the team fucked up. But the and team then, fucked up, though. Like, yeah, like the team fucked up that game. The superstar he thinks he is, he should have gotten something done. I'm not, not not arguing that, but how can you give up a blocked punt? Like we, the defense is great. Special teams blew the game. The oh, oh game. absolutely. If you're Not talking this this season, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the past, the we thing, gave up two points. The only thing I can maybe throw into that is like, I understand like, okay, the special teams in that game was horrific. I'm not going to deny that by any means. They were a big factor in not getting the W that night, but. The guy's MVP of the league and home territory, and he only puts up seven points. Like ten points. We gotta that, though. We gotta yeah, you're in, you're in Lambeau Field. You gotta yeah. uh, you can't let the 49ers roll in. You know what? It's funny too because before that game, I go watch something similar to when Terrell Owens was playing them, and he caught that big pass right on the goal line, and that two uh, D backs blasted him, and he falls in the end zone, and wins, and they beat the Packers in the playoffs. You remember that game? It was years ago. What? Who was it against? It was the against the Packers, the 49ers and the Packers. When before To was like huge, it was kind of like towards okay. the, his rise, okay. and he okay. caught that big pass across the middle, yeah. and it yeah. fell in the end zone. And I, I said right before this past game this this year, the 49ers and the Packers, I'm like, watch something similar is going to happen, and the 49ers are going to win, and, and not so much as the direct thing but the result was the 49ers got the victory um but yeah seven points is horrible those fans must have been going nuts i i mean that field i've lived up there for a while it's it's a whole different world they should have scored more but i'm not saying you know rogers is not to blame but you missed two field goals give up a block punt that led to a touchdown the special teams cost us the game offense didn't win it but special teams lost it oh absolutely absolutely yeah, no, that's so, have you how, how did you become a Packer fan? I was a big Favre fan growing up. So I stuck right. with him. Favre yeah, was I understand. Favre was uh, one of a kind. He was. It's interesting because we're all fans of teams. We're all fans, of, we're all fans of not only out of state, but all Midwest teams. So they're not even close to <laughs> New York. I'm going to True that. True yeah. that. Yeah. No, have you been to Lambeau Field? I've never been to Lambeau. It's definitely on the bucket list, though. 
Lambo is uh, something special, that's for sure. It's awesome. You been there? Yeah, I, I used to live up in Wisconsin, right outside Milwaukee, and I went to one game up there, and then um, just went for the tour, like in the summer. That stadium is awesome. It's something special. Yeah, it definitely is historic. I got to check it out. Definitely, definitely. Chris, you were about to Chris, say something. Yeah, I was just about to say, um, how'd you become a Chiefs fan? Being in like uh, Chiefs fan, kind of well, you know they they rocked the KC on the helmet. That's my initials. So when I was little, yeah. I was like, oh sweet that, and the coach, the school I coach at now, where my father used to coach, same colors. So all right, yeah, the uh, red and the yellow. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. When you, I heard, I heard with Lambo because I had a former boss who went there for a tour and not tour. He went there for a game, and he's saying the town of Green Bay is extremely small. And yeah, it's not a big town at all. Yeah, it's not big, and he kind of described it as like having like an NFL stadium in like a Bayshore or something. A very kind small of town. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's you have the stadium, and then across the street is their practice complex and then the parking lot and then around it's all houses normal yards and houses and people rent out their parking their their driveways for fans to park into and then tailgate and whatnot so they could just walk into the stadium but yeah it's a very unique it's right in the middle of like a town yeah yeah i like to go prison the prison right across the street too is where the dallas cowboys get all their players (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i like to go there one day i'm not really I, w- I went to my first football game with evan back in uh september it was the uh home opener from that well not home opener but season op- opener for the packers and saints down here in jacksonville because no i know yeah it was uh I-, I remember like i was expecting green bay to blow them out and it was halftime and it was like the third quarter i'm like yeah this is not a good, not a good first game experience, <laughs> but <laughs> obviously, obviously we were in Jacksonville. We weren't in. I'm sure being in Lambeau Field, obviously, or even Houdat Nation is probably pretty cool. But I, there's only really a few stadiums I really have a real desire of going to a game to. Obviously, Lucas Oil for Indy and uh, Lambeau for the history of it. And I've driven not, by Lucas Oil. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it, you. You could drive past the city of Indianapolis in probably ten minutes with no traffic. It's, oh it's yeah, small. you blink, you you won't even realize you went through it. Yeah, it's it's small, and I've always wanted to go there for a game, and uh, I really want to check them out, see how everything goes. But yeah, I'll be uh, be cool one day to see it. And, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Have you guys been to many pro games or college games or anything like that? Not college games, but a lot of pro games, though. Okay. Yeah, I've been to a handful of pro games. I I almost rather watch a pro game at home because all the commercials and all the stoppage, it's like, it's like you know what, fuck this. Like, I could just walk to the bathroom, take a leak, and come back. I don't have to worry about all the other nonsense. Um, but no, they're fun to go to once in a while. I'm not a huge, like, in-person for NFL games, but I, every now and then they're fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, football is one of the one of the best sports to watch on TV. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yep. Yeah, the, that the and, starts uh, pop- curling. 
you hit you hit the nail on the head with start stop. But if I actually were to go to another football game, I probably wouldn't mind going to a college, especially if it's like a big game day atmosphere environment. That'd be pretty cool. College games are awesome. I've been to a Madison game in Wisconsin, and then I've been to uh, Army Navy game, a uh, uh, what the heck is it? Or like a Navy game against like Kent State, some shit like that. But uh, yeah, college games are a different breed. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. You just see it on TV, and it looks like uh, it's like a, a rock concert, or a festival is happening, and it's you know, yeah, everyone's tailgating, just getting hammered at 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, ridiculous. What's even crazier is like you see that like on ABC or ESPN for like game day at noon, and you have people. But you know they're up on your phone. Like, what time's the game tonight? It's like the game of the week, so it's like a seven thirty, eight o'clock start. So you literally have people pounding beers for like ten, eleven hours straight. Yeah, and they're going to the stadium and they're just completely stumbling on themselves. <laughs> that, that, that's how Packer games are, though. You want to get tickets? It's so hard to get tickets because. All these people own the tickets, and they're always sold out. Right. You go to the parking lot, people just get wasted in the parking lot, and then you can buy their tickets from them because they don't want to go in. <laughs> That's how you yeah. get them. That's how you get some of your tickets. The game wow. I went to was my uh, my buddy. He has season tickets, but, um, wow. yeah, this other guy I know. He's like, yeah, I just go in there and find someone who's hammered and get their tickets from them. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I did. Probably substantially cheaper than buying them on StubHub or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. I signed up too to get Packer tickets, even though I'm like, won't even come close to getting them for like another twenty years. All season tickets, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I have to put my name on the list. Might as well. Might as well. There you yeah, go, Kyle yeah. Hamilton's off the board. The Ravens picking up a young uh, safety. Ravens are a weird – not weird, but just they're a team that I think is never going to be successful with uh, Jackson long-term. Like, he's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. What I, like, one of my issues with it is they, like, changed it to be solely around Lamar Jackson, the offense. Right. Without a quarterback that could run that, you're going to be in trouble. Like, most offenses, you could just plug someone else in. They can go, but he's it's a read option offense. He's a guy you need someone with that speed and ability to make people bite on the pitch or bite on you and then pitch it. And without like he's just got that remarkable speed and running ability that trying to find someone else to to do that offense. Good luck. You're screwed now. Their backup though is very similar to how he plays, Tyler Huntley. So if he did, if yeah. he did get hurt, Tyler Huntley stepped in and the offense ran smoothly. Yeah, I, I liked. I thought Huntley did pretty well, actually. He did. But I just don't think that's a long term. Uh, I think they would have to kind of like change it a little bit more for Huntley if they went long term with Huntley. Because they would they go five hundred when he was a quarterback. Yeah, um, probably about that. Let's see. Yeah, he he wasn't that bad of a player. He was pretty effective, but yeah, it, he was. Yeah, I remember he had some some decent games, but. Yeah, no. I'm I'm, you know, I, I want to see a lot of these teams start picking up a fullback. If you notice, the last few years, teams that won the Super Bowl have been—they've been, they've been uh, playing behind a fullback. They get the guy in there, lead blocking for the running back, and I follow Twitter accounts like um, bring <laughs> make the running back great again or fullback running great again. 
I'm like, it's true. You get the guy to block, or there's so many things you could do with a fullback. Yeah, it's, it's not a forgotten position. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like the traditional NBA center kind of did away with that. Yeah, because now they're all ten feet tall. Yeah, like <laughs> all can shoot. Who was three. like? Who was like the last like big like well-known fullback in the NFL? Well-known. You're yeah. going back to the days of uh, Tony Richardson, uh, Lorenzo Neal. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're talking those guys. That era, kind of mm. like the 90s and early 2000s. Since then, there really haven't been big-time fullbacks. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like, that happening. That that position, that position's kind of gone away with. But you have someone like a Debo who gets, like, he's a wide receiver by trade, but – He's being utilized as a running back too, so that's it's kind of weird. Because so many teams run like the zone now; they run the zone blocking scheme, and he's a guy with those uh, happy feet, and he could find a hole quick and hit it hard and go. Yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the big reasons nobody really runs like because like it's so complex right now with the defense schemes and everything else going on. You can't just be like, hey, I'm blocking this guy. I'm blocking this guy. Because people are moving so fast and whatnot. It's, everyone runs zone. Like, you know you're blocking a certain direction. It's like track blocking. You, you, I'm running this way. No one crossed my face. I block everyone. But, um, yeah, that's. I think that's one of the big reasons. The fullback is they, they use them. A lot of teams do use them. Like, you saw the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. He sealed off a nice run for Williams to finish the game. So they they are utilized correctly still, but they're not as needed anymore, especially with these quarterbacks and these receivers. The only time yeah. you see like that uses fullback a lot is uh, the Four Niners. Kyle yeah. He's, yep. he's a lot. But, I love that offense too. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, Uchek is definitely uh, one of the uh, most utilized run uh, fullbacks in the games. When the Chiefs had what Sheridan. They used him quite often, and they used him different ways, you know, Andy Reid's style. But uh, they used him. He was a vital part of the game, and then he retired. So, Yeah. Do you think, speaking of 49ers, there were some whispers that Jimmy G may be flipped in the second round. Do you think he's going to get moved tonight or even at all, even at, at all before now and the start of the season? I think it's more of a after-the-draft type of Move. Not, not tonight. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you, Evan. I don't see him going tonight. I don't even see them getting rid of him before the season starts unless they find some miraculous quarterback that's available. I don't think they're going to get rid of Jimmy G. I think he's better than Lance. Lance isn't ready, I don't think. And I think that kind of backfired on them. And and everyone in the locker room supposedly loves him from everything I hear. They love him in the locker room. Yeah, and Another thing to keep in mind, too, is because I was actually thinking about it, like they were talking about, like, they have to move on from Jimmy G. Well, they didn't get one of those big names to trade for this past offseason, like a Russell Wilson or a Deshaun. But the thing is, like, Jimmy G did lead them to some deep playoff runs in his tenure there. He was still on the roster. It wasn't like he was – the defense yeah. was constantly cleaning up after him. He took it to his Super Bowl, and last year was – in one game with him getting back there. And I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. You yeah. had a kind of comparison of him and stats and Eli Manning. So Jimmy G, you know, he's your 
better than average NFL quarterback. He's not going to get you to a Super Bowl. He'll get you some playoff wins, but he's not. I don't think he's good enough to get over the hump. And this year he wasn't. But that's why you do have Trey Lance to see. You know, he has that that running ability to do things that Jimmy G can't do. Yeah, yeah. I have to say the thing is like not even Lance, but there were so many in last year's draft. There were so many quarterbacks who came out in that first round, and likelihood that was like four quarterbacks went in the first round and the first how many picks like likelihood is this could be a really high probability that one or two of them are definitely not going to really pan out by any means. So no, I don't think, I hope. Yeah. I think a lot of those quarterbacks were overhyped and they, they fell into the ESPN machine. Like so many other players do. They, they get hyped up by ESPN and every other analyst and, this is the best player we've ever seen since who the hell knows who they they claim. And then these guys get in there and they can't perform. I don't know. Like Lance, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he has potential, but I think they should do what a lot of these other teams are doing. Mahomes, sit him for a year, let him sit behind a veteran. Same with Rodgers, sat behind Favre for three years, came out guns blazing. Like a lot of these guys need that transitional time for maturity as well maturity. as – Understanding the speed understanding of the game the and game. understanding the uh, the schemes of the playbook, uh, they I think they need to uh, sit at least one year. It's very yeah. rare that a guy come in and like Burrows. I think Burrows is incredibly talented that he's able to step in and do what he did in year one, year one. and then year two go to the Super Bowl, being sacked as many times as he was. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't see it too often anymore. You no, quarterback sit on the bench. The one time. I feel like after the RG3 Andrew Luck draft, that's when everything changed. These guys expect to start right away. I think that was a draft that kind of triggered it. Yeah. Yep. And I, I like RG3, I don't even think he was ready. Like, he had a great rookie year. I had him on my fantasy team. I he picked him up in the free agency. Yeah. He had, but no one had the playbook on him. And once they got the next year, what did he do? Nothing. I think he just, he had like a couple horrible games and then got injured in towards ACL. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I also heard not the best things about RG three. I heard he wasn't really the best locker room guy. I heard he kind well, of that's the thing. Like, I think Murray's a very similar guy. He's not a locker room guy. You're there for you. Have, how many veterans do that? Does that Cardinals team have? You got JJ Y. You got um, Larry the, the, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, the other receiver. There's a lot of uh, veteran guys there, and he's bitching and whining like a little kid. And then deletes everyone from his uh, Instagram account, pouting and stuff. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Don't they have Chandler Jones too? Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, now he's uh, off to, uh, um, Oakland. yeah, Oakland. Or Vegas, excuse me. Yeah, I always say Oakland too. Same as San Diego. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never gonna change that. And same thing with you know the Redskins. They're not. Yeah, they're not gonna be the Commanders. I'm sorry. And same thing with the Cleveland too. They're always gonna be the Indians. I'm just blown away with all the money these teams spent, the Commanders, the Guardians. I, like, these names are horrible. Come up with something original and something that, like, They're really hor- celebrates the city's name. They are horrible, but the thing is, they're safe. So that's why they picked them. They're, they're they Madden know. names. They're yeah, Madden they team do. names from when you build a dynasty and you get these the Bumblebees or some horrible team name. That's what they are. Yeah, it, they're just they're team names that are very elementary and they're not really designed to 
I agree. Do something with like, you know, where they're from in the city. Obviously the the commanders they already they got beat to the punch by the Capitals with hockey, but you tell me you can't do something else with DC other than Capital or something like that. They can't call themselves the Capitals. Everyone else how many times how many lines in different sports are there or Bobcats or whatever else, some sort of animal is there. Team shared names all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it can't be. That'd be kind of cool. But, like, both in the same city, that's kind of yeah. – That's tough to do that. Going to the Capitals game, which one? Yeah, exactly. You know. True. <laughs> Got tickets <laughs> for the wrong game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the Capitals game, awesome. Because think about it. The seasons do overlap at one point during the year. So yeah, in October like, and November. October, November, and uh, definitely December, too. They're playing. Yep. So you got three yeah. months to the year. You have a mix-up on tickets. <laughs> the, the Redskins just drafted uh, Dotson from the receiver out of Penn State. Yeah, that'd be nice to pair him with McLaurin. That'd be nice for them. But they, they're still struggling to have a quarterback. Like, who, who's going to throw? Tyler Henneke is still, or whatever his name uh, is? Wentz is, Wentz is starting quarterback for them now. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot Wentz is there. I, I like yeah. that fit actually. Let them because they run the ball pretty well in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a decent fit for him, and he's obviously been somewhat successful playing in that in that division in the past. So mm-hmm. we'll see if he can. Uh, look, I, I don't I don't wish bad for Carson Wentz. You know, he didn't like represent our team badly. It wasn't like you know a crybaby or anything. But no, I think he's just been, he's been the scapegoat for a lot of things like. Think about it. Yeah. The year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he was an MVP candidate till he got hurt, and then, and then Nick Foles steps Nick in and Cole never he takes all the glory. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he's a much better quarterback than he's been given, but he has to prove it. Yeah, he's got to be more consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And then now the Chargers are picking Zion Johnson out of Boston College, offensive guard. All right, there you go. Protect uh, Herbert. Yep. Smart move. Invest in him. Yeah. To think the Dolphins could have had Herbert. Imagine that. Herbert, Waddle, Harry Kill. That would have been absolutely crazy. Yeah. It would be number one contenders, I think, if yeah. he was there. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead, they went with Tua. What a fool. What a bunch of fools. Bunch of fools. I, I'm actually going to pick uh, for that division. I'm still gonna roll with the Chiefs to win it. Yeah, it's their division. Same here. Same here. Yeah, I'm gonna pick them to win it because all these other teams. I know Wilson came there. He's got a lot more weapons and better stability with uh, they do with Seattle and obviously the uh, Chargers amps up and the Raiders made some big moves too. But tough division. <laughs> that's div- tough yeah, division. that division's beefed up drastically. That's I'm like I feel like yeah, the Chiefs are the only one that. Didn't do anything, and they lost people. I mean, the worst quarterback yeah. is not even that bad. Yeah, they got Carr, and obviously with uh, the Chargers, Herbert just had a terrific year last year, and Wilson has that great history of being a good QB. But I got to say, like these teams, that even though they make big moves in the offseason, I'm going to roll with a team that's been successful getting to the postseason. And I don't know necessarily, obviously, with the uh, – with the Rams with Stafford coming in, a big move player can make a big impact. But until they actually do, I'm going to roll with the team that's hot, that's been there for the postseason. And 
I think Reed's the best coach in, out of all those teams in that division. Raiders just seem kind of unstable, and Chargers have a good year. I, I'd like to see the Chargers maybe make a move, and we got to see how Russell deals with Denver. There's been a trade in the draft. The Cards tra- traded for Hollywood Brown. Oh, yeah. I'm looking oh, at really? that right now, yeah. Titans yeah. trade Brown. Brown was complaining this morning about his contract. Yeah, they, tra- they sent him for the uh, number 100 overall to Arizona for the number 23rd overall. So he's – so that's – so now Kyler has – Kyler has Hollywood. He has D-Hop. He's got A.J. Green and possibly Larry Fitz. You bet you better do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what do you got to complain about now? I don't know. Like that, they can't see them players. because the linemen are too tall. Like, is that what he's complaining complain about this year? The linemen <laughs> are too tall. Get shorter guys. I think with Kyler is like, like you said with that. He's I, I do like Kyler. He's a good player, but I don't know how he sees some of those guys. Sometimes he's just. I don't think he does. I think he just freaking chucks the ball. It was actually kind of funny you said that because remember that a couple years back when he had that Hail Mary to Hopkins to win the game? Yeah. So I think after the game, he like tweeted, he's like, he's like, shit, D hop down, down there somewhere. I don't think that was a joke. I think that was probably true. Oh, <laughs> 100%. I, 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 I think so. He didn't know where anyone was. He just launched it. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be interesting. So, but yeah, so now they're up on the clock. The Titans, they got the 18th pick, and they're up. And then they also still have the 26th pick. Wow, be great. They're gonna. They need to get some better defense. But Brown's gone. Julio's gone. Who's their uh, number one? AJ's still up for grabs. I know he's. They make. He's traded. To who? A.J. Brown got traded to the Eagles. Are you serious? Yeah. When did this happen? Like, right, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, uh, just my, now. My phone must be low. Slow. Wait, so who were you talking about just got traded before? Hollywood Brown. I thought oh, you were talking about A.J. Brown the whole time. I was talking about A.J. Oh, Brown. No, you were no, talking no. about <laughs> No, Marquise I, Brown. I just saw it on the screen that Hollywood, uh, A.J. Brown got traded. And then he, then the Titans now have the uh, 18th pick. Oh no no no! Unless wait, did AJ Brown get traded by the Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So both both Browns got traded. Two Browns got traded. Well, yeah. the Titans have Robert Woods still. That's right, they have Robert Woods. Yeah. Okay, it's not uh, like he's too bad. He's a good one to one. It's good number one on the Titans. Let's put it that or, way. Like, or something. Despite Henry's, that, I don't think Tenhill's – yeah, Tenhill's not the answer. Henry's the, the, you know, the, the offense. That's all they really need. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. that dude, incredible, man, watching him run. guy's a freaking animal. He's a man among other children. And, yeah, A.J. Brown went to the Eagles for the 18th overall pick and the third uh, pick for the 22 draft. I would have done that. Oh, man. So they're up on the clock right now, the Titans. Are they going to draft another being, receiver? With that being said, I think that's what a lot of these teams are doing now. Like, they're starting to hear, like, these their, their players chirp and just complain and make noise. And 
you know, I'm not getting paid to thinking, you know what? We have guys on there. Yeah, no. we have guys no. who who aren't complaining. We'll ship this guy off. We're going to get some picks for him. We'll just keep developing a young talent. That happened with AJ. It just happened with Marquise. And I don't know. The, the 49ers haven't pulled the trigger yet, trigger yet on Debo. I'm, I don't know if they're going to do the same thing. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to happen. Well, all these guys now, they've become all babies. Like, you can't bleed, you know, you can't make blood come from a stone. So they don't want to play there. I, I would ship their ass out too. Yeah. Get rid of them. Next man up, Next I go find someone who wants to play for me. Find a guy a lot cheaper too. Hopefully, we'll give him a big contract. Yeah, exactly. Like he's expecting a lot of money, but to be honest, I don't think he performed to the the value of a contract that he wants. Like step up and become like like an incredible. Like, I know he has been an awesome receiver, but I don't think this past season was worthy of uh, a contract he wants. No, it wasn't. He was hard to say for like, yeah, yeah, for for quarter like in NFL, like these contracts that not just the NFL but all sports is just absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, quarterbacks definitely earn their money. Receivers, it's tough because there's some games they're not really getting those kind of uh receptions and really making that big of an impact, like depending upon what every kind of defense you're going up against or whatever. But it really go. I was just thinking about today too, like. The only wide receiver I can really think of in my lifetime of really watching football who was anywhere near worth that money that he got was really Megatron. He was just he, he, he was a never. He was yeah, yeah. They took a tight. Uh, the Titans took a receiver, That's Traylon Burks from Arkansas. So they save a lot of money. They yeah, no surprise. Yeah, now they're paying him a rookie contract. You know, they they dumped that massive contract, and then. Pay this guy. It's not bad. It's not bad. Woods, Henry, the new rookie, and And according to ESPN, they uh they compare this kid from Arkansas to uh AJ Brown and Tebow Samuel. All right, we'll see if he could be a mix between those two guys. I got my command station going on right here. I got some PFL going on, the MMA fights, and then the ESPN on the TV, and and then on the comp- other computer screen, I got the uh, all the picks and everything. Oh, man, you got a setup there. <laughs> the hell yeah, man. It's the it's command center. It's like a little, all, uh, I need is a, all I need is a joystick, and I'll fly off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, little, like a little back cave over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for next weekend, Kyle, for the fight. That's going to be a great card. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one as well. There's, there's a lot of good fights coming up. Like you're talking about, you have the boxing, and then uh, MMA is putting together some good stuff as well. Yeah, there's some big fights this weekend for uh, for boxing too, and uh, for the featherweight for Shakur uh, Stevenson and Oscar Valdez are fighting Saturday night. And in the uh, women's boxing too, there's a big fight at the Garden too with Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. That should be pretty cool too. Nice, nice. Did you watch the uh, the Gypsy King the other night? That, that uppercut was vicious. All right, so let's take a little break for NFL. We'll talk a little Gypsy King one-on-one here. He, <laughs> that thing he did, that uppercut, yeah, he landed that uppercut, but he shoved him to the ground too. <laughs> yeah, he kind of pushed him away, but he doesn't push him yeah. away. He's hanging on to him, and he's probably staying exactly. up a little, a little bit he longer was- than 
He was in control that. the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. he was still going to win. Yeah. He peppered that guy left and right and put him down. That, that was... you. Is, is it really his last fight, or does he come back and uh, face He's the winner of uh... Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, he wants to support. He brought in Francis Nagano, the UFC heavyweight champion. Francis Nagano has like zero boxing skills. Like nah. he's been getting a lot of help recently, and but he doesn't have the money to put into it. Like he's complaining all the time that he's broke, paying camps and stuff. But then you got guys like the Gypsy King, who's just as tall as him, and I don't know. I, I don't think that's gonna go well. Like they want to do that cross promotion, think they're gonna sell a lot. I think if the, he just fought uh, Adams, Joshua Adams again, or Bites him, it would happen. It would be a lot better. Yeah, yeah. If that, I think that's just kind of just a. What's up, F? I think he said he would do exhibition fights, like Floyd. Yeah, he's gonna do what Floyd does every now and then. He's gonna come out for like some random thing. And do I think he's gonna be done fighting in professional boxing? No, because he's too young to hang it up for being so good as he is, and. I actually want to see him fight either Usyk or AJ because I know he's won all those belts before when he fought Klitschko back in 2015, but I want to see him do it again because it's just that ultimate comeback of just redemption of everything he's been through. So that'd be kind of cool. I, they have been talking. This would actually be pretty exciting, but if because Fury, if he does retire, his belts get vacated. If that happens, then Deontay Wilder could potentially fight for him. Wow, and he could he could have another shot of being heavyweight champion again. So that'd be kind of cool. I'm surprised they haven't uh, thought about doing another Wilder fight, do a oh. fourth one. Yeah, yeah, they may four times. They do that a lot in boxing. They'll go four or five times. Yeah, he lost, yeah. He lost, no, he lost two of them, right? Yeah, he'd be Wilder oh, uh, twice. Wilder won the first one. And then, yeah. First one, first if Fury didn't get. If he didn't get dropped in that twelfth round, he would have won easily. But, uh, yeah, the draw—the fact that it was a draw—I was kind of shocked, but um, yeah, it happened, and then he came back and got beat up twice. Yeah, so if they do fight again, it'd be kind of cool, especially if for some reason if Wilder gets those gets those belts, and if Fury decides to maybe come back and contend for him, I could see that because. I just can't really imagine walking away from this much money. Like, he fought Dylan White last weekend, and Dylan White's not really a big name, and Fury cleared $30 million. If he fights, like, an Anthony Joshua, it's going to be, like, a two-fight deal. He's looking at, like, probably, like, at least $150 million total. So, Ooh. I don't know. I say that money blows away, like, UFC money. It's incredible. Yeah, UFC money, unless you're McGregor or Jones, you're not really making that big cash. No, like, yeah, it's darn right. It's it's amazing the money the boxing gets, but the lower fighters on the boxing card make shit. So, just a, it's yeah, very true. similar to the UFC card. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was actually looking. I saw this really interesting thing actually yesterday on TikTok, where I actually took a screenshot of it. I wanted to bring it up, Kyle. But this they kind of did this thing about like UFC where they talk about fighter expenses. Now I, I just have like a little oh, portion yeah. of what I took a pick of, but 10% of their like pay goes to the gym, 
about another 20% goes to management. And then obviously there's a big part of it left in taxes. So, and whatever other stuff they have, it's, and these guys, like when they step into the ring, I remember when we talked about it on your show a couple weeks ago, like some of these guys step into the ring, they're only getting like some guys less than 20 grand. And that's money to you. Some are only walking away with a couple of grand. Think about it. You're talking 10%. uh, And that that depends on the person too. So say five to 33% is the most in California that the manager is allowed to take. And some idiots have a 33% um, contract with their manager, which is insane. But so say 10%, then around 10% for their main gym. But then they also got to pay the gyms they cross train with because a lot of them do that now. And then taxes from the state you live in, taxes from the state you fight in, and then if then your federal taxes. So the, they're you're, they're taking about seventy five percent before you even get your paid. It's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. And if you miss weight, you get your your uh, pays cut. You're like you get half your purse. Yeah, it's. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a tough way to make a living, and also considering you're getting your face and teeth smashed in. <laughs> but it's unfortunately a but lot of these guys are all working on a whole other job aside from fighting. Like Kipe yeah. Mayochic, the uh, the kid from Cleveland who's the uh, heavyweight champion. Yeah, he's a firefighter in training, and that's why the Jones fight now is moved to September because he's like, I haven't been training; I've been working. He goes, I need more time to train. So now it's moved to September. Yeah, yeah it'd be cool if, whenever. I like to see Jones back into the ring. Was, I think his last fight was against, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Dan Cormier? Oh, his last fight, right? No, John Jones. What was John Jones' last fight? Uh, let me look it up. I don't think it was Cormier. I think it was... Uh, not Dominic Reyes, some other guy. Dominic Reyes. Another it is Dominic Reyes? Back in 2020, yeah. Yeah, it was in February. It was like yep. right before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Dom- Reyes just fell off the earth. He fell off the earth, and I think he even put Jones down in that fight, too. But it's, You know uh, Reyes played uh, safety at uh, Stony Brook? Stony Brook, yeah. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. He's a big dude. Imagine yeah, that dude playing, playing safety and hitting you. Luck. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be tough, man. Oof. Yeah. But yeah, it's been brutal. a while since Jones' fight. I like, want to see him back in there. Obviously, if Jones were, were to ever fight Francis, that'd be out of control. But I know they both want huge money. Yeah, that's, well, all these guys are starting to ask now for the crazy money. And Dana White's soon, like, he's not stupid for business, but sooner or later he's going to have to start paying these guys much more. I wonder if it comes to a point like obviously McGregor, he's not really the fighter he used to be, but he still brings in big money. Like I, I don't even know how much he cleared off those Poirier fights last year, but millions. Uh, I don't know how much, but a lot. Yeah, I know that. I know he was like one of the top guys on athletes for Forbes list, but yeah, it's been well. A lot of that, I think, a lot of that money, I think, has to do with his, uh, um liquor business his whiskey business because he sold a big portion of it and he made 400 million dollars off of that i think it was like 600 million 
which is insane either way like you're a wealthy yeah. uh, individual after that yeah he's not he's not searching for chains in the couch not by any means <laughs> he doesn't have to fight you know he's set yeah I, to be honest i would retire be a maniac yeah. I don't know. He, yeah. you hear him now he's like i got a metal leg i'm gonna hit you <laughs> with my metal leg <laughs> yeah he's, he's like uh darth vader or something now I don't know. You know, I, I still love him. I'm always going to pay for his pay-per-views, but Entertaining. I know, like, I know he, he's trying to get a way to get the winner of this this uh, next Saturday's fight between uh, Oliver and Gaethje, and I'm pretty confident in saying as much as I love McGregor, the hit. Really? either one yeah. of them would, would dismantle him. Striking? I think they, they're both, hand, like, they're 155, guys. He's more of a 145. I think he'll be able to contend on the feet, but Gaethje's a wrestler and will bring him down, I think. And um, Charles Oliveira, I think, will uh, bring it would bring it to the ground as well and grapple. Yeah, Oliveira's weird. He's not only he hit him on the ground, but he can win by punches too, and he could take him too. He can definitely eat a lot of punches before he goes down. Plus, McGregor's what thirty three now. He's kind of past his uh, prime. Yeah. Yeah, he's Although he's lifting like an animal, he's huge right now. Yeah, he put on a lot of muscle. I see him on Instagram. He's well. I think he's trying to keep his options open. I don't think he. I don't think he's going to qualify for a lightweight now, but he might be trying to get for a welterweight. But I don't That's, see him he keeps being talking about fighting one seventy, but he's too small for one seventy. I think no matter what he does. Yeah. Well, it'd be kind of crazy if he goes up to welterweight, but I don't know if he's going to. Like I said, he's going to want a title shot fight. He's not going to want like a. Second, second line fight, but a title shot. I don't know if he, he gets a title shot, but he's a headliner no matter where he is. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bring in a big crowd always. But they did just the UFC just booked the O2 uh, Center over in England for July twenty third. So I'm curious cool. as to who they're gonna put on that. When is the uh, out of curiosity? When is the July card for UFC? Is it July July fourth weekend? That second. There's one the uh, yeah the second and then the twenty third. Okay, so fight week, uh, fight week I believe is uh, July second that week. The fight night's July second or twenty third. Yeah, yeah, July uh, is July second is the fight night. Okay, all right, cool. That should be cool. But... Yeah, that should awesome. be a good one. Ooh, I'm yeah. curious to see who the Steelers just picked up. Oh, they got Frank Harris there. Franco Harris there, given the uh, calling the name. I thought you were about to say that the guy that drafted was named Frank Harris. That'd be really odd. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. You know what's crazy? So I work in sports cards and memorabilia and stuff. And one of the kids is like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "You're kidding me, right?" I'm like, "Cut your tongue out." <laughs> yeah, some some kids say just like they don't like. No. Oh, oh pick it. What? That's it. That's he, he I can see him being a good fit there. Who's uh, Who pick? he's from Pittsburgh too. That's where he played. They pick Kenny Pickett? Yeah. Wow, he's staying home. Oof. Yeah. That's, that's... Who's the starter right now for Pittsburgh? Is it uh they had oh um Haskins died and um they had well, who is it? Yeah, Mason Rudolph. 
Oh it's yeah, that's right. So he can yeah. fight for the he can fight for the job easily. But another situation, let uh, Trubinsky play and let this kid sit, and learn. Yeah, but when Trubisky throws, you know, four picks in a game, <laughs> you're gonna see this kid in there. You know, it's- you know what's crazy? I he's another guy. I always thought like has talent, cable. He's very accurate, but I don't know if it's, they just don't understand the playbook or it moves too fast or what. But in Chicago, like they got to the playoffs, but it's Chicago, Sam. Yeah, like yeah, Chicago's another one where they just struggle all the time. They, the last quarterback in the Super Bowl for them, Rex uh, Grossman. Yeah. Like, Rex Grossman had no business being in a Super Bowl. No. And they had Jake Cutler for years. They just – they don't develop quarterbacks well. No, not at yeah. all. But they've always been about their defense and their hard running game and yep. their fucking returners. Yeah. Even when they won the Super Bowl, nobody can really name the – uh Starting quarterback for the Bears when they won the Super Bowl, but they could name the whole defense. That was McMahon, right? Yep. Yeah. He was an odd guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think they, oh, the, oh, New England just traded. Pick to the Chiefs. Uh oh. Oh, man. <laughs> the, what, what were, the Chiefs just moved up to 26, uh, 21. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of pumped right now. Let's see what they did. We'll take a wide receiver on us. I I can see them going for receiver, but I want them like they got Ronald Jones. I'm happy about because I think they needed a running back for years. Um, I think they would have went to the Super Bowl the year they lost to Brady in the playoff in the uh, championship game in overtime. I think that if they had a running back, they would have won that game. They kind of did win it. I mean. Brady threw the pick, right? And it was uh, Yeah. Oh my god, don't remind me, man. And what's <laughs> what's his name? Ford D Ford was over the line. Was he? Uh <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like what like throw the flag a little sooner there, ref. Yeah. Um but, yeah, he got shipped out immediately after that season. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Pick is in. Crazy thing, nice. boys. Dude, look at this. You see these guys' hands right now? Are you watching the ESPN or another channel? You got, uh, what's his name? Booger McFarlane is showing his hand, and they're all, his yeah. fans are all jacked oh, up. Man, it's jacked up. And it's funny because, like, all the guys I coach with, all the older guys, all their hands, because they most of them played in college, a couple played in pro, and all their hands are just, fingers are just jacked up and pointing in different directions. I'm like, you could always tell when the old timers around. None of them could walk straight. I like that fit for him, dude. Pittsburgh stays home. Yeah, it's a good fit for him. He's definitely going to be welcomed. You know, he play, He did some big things for them down in uh, at Pittsburgh University. It's kind of cool playing for your your hometown team. You know, where you went to school and everything. He's not going far. Let's see if uh, – I've, I've always kind of liked the Steelers. So I just like the colors and everything and their history, so that'd be kind of cool. Is, is, either, is this his girlfriend or his mom? If it's his girlfriend, she's probably like, I'm getting a baby out of you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, boys. It's been a fun show. I may uh, want to wrap up in a couple minutes. So. Yeah, I'm down. Um, I'm down. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been – 
Good show so far. Did a little recap of the draft and did a little touch on some boxing and MMA too and uh, stuff going on in the league and what we're talking about. And it's been a good show so far. And yeah. So Kyle, you want to talk about your podcast a little bit where people can find you? Yeah. Um, for those who want to watch, I cover a lot of Long Island uh, MMA fighters as well as some national guys. I'll interview some Bellator, UFC fighters. Um, but if you want to watch, it's Carol's Corner MMA podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Carol's Corner MMA or on YouTube or and stuff where YouTube I post all the uh, interviews, which is Jiblet uh, 77 J-I-B-L-I-T-Z-77. So you can find me on there as well. Also my Twitter name. So, yeah. yeah. It's been a pleasure, man. I always enjoy talking sports and, you know, football is a passion of mine. So it's fun. Yeah. I don't usually get to watch it as much as I used to, but. It's uh, it's, it's a great sport. Yeah, totally. And I know one thing you talked about, you, you had mentioned to me not too long ago, was you were thinking about starting a podcast for fantasy football because you're always at the top of the heap in all the leagues. Yeah, fantasy football is my thing. So I, I could be in the uh, in the works for this season. I always get questions from friends, so I might as well you know, help people out. And I'm pretty pretty good at it, so why not share? Yeah, man, parlay it. Create a podcast and start sharing it, and you never know what could come of it. And, uh, yeah, so once again, everyone, this is the Sports Source. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. This will be up on to not only our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page, but you can also find it, too, on the Sports Source on Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. And be sure to check us out on all the social media sites. We will be back for more uh, content soon with some more shows. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care, guys.